Potty at two. Potty at two. Right over here. Yeah, we got a party of two right here. Welcome, everybody, to the Party of Two podcast. We're going to be doing an episode of Beyond Blue Sky. Blue Sky, blue I'm, sky, blue sky. It's epic. I'm one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. And I am your other host, Andrea Donica. If you're just tuning in to us recently, we did this back during Halloween season to figure out what, what rides deserve a Halloween overlay. But we figured, hey... That's easy to do again. So, <laughs> thanks, so, honey, for yeah. underselling us. That's what I tend to do. That oh. high self-esteem. Woo! But we've got uh, some stuff for Christmas now. I, I've got a couple of small ones and a one that I'm really surprised because it's cheap and easy. A lot of these can be cheap and easy. Yeah, uh, one of these can't exist. Because the area doesn't exist anymore, but oh. I still want it. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> so I have a bit of a list, and actually, let me let me. He's making a list. I've checked He's it. Checking it twice. Once you've oh. drank, but it's uh, it's I... it's the it's the uh, it's the time for eggnog, and you mm. were very wise and didn't have any. So I I want to talk about my. <laughs> These, I want to talk about these really quick because they're not, they're not rides or attractions. They're just areas. They're areas. Okay. So, and and what I can imagine, I'm like, well, this one's really easy. I kind of copped out, and I did this for Halloween too. Springfield, The Simpsons has such a very a varied Christmas episode history. There are. The the introduction of Santa's Little Helper was a Christmas episode. Yeah. The the Bart wanting Bone Storm and shoplifting was a Christmas episode where he he steals the game on the same day that they're trying to do a nice family picture at the department store, and the picture is him getting yanked by security, <laughs> and it oh, poor Marge sometimes, but yeah. Marge, but it's. So, to have some sort of a representation of Springfield at Christmas, I think, would be another big fan opportunity. And if there was some, some, uh, even if it's like a backdrop of being able to take a picture with Santa's little helper, because you're not going to get a brown greyhound to sit (laughs) long enough. So, so, though they do have Max at uh, at Grinchmas. That's true, they do. Well, that's... That's a very controlled space. But that's what I mean, is if they had a controlled space and it was actually Santa's little helper, yeah. quote unquote. Uh, the other one is Gotham. Now, I know it's Disney. It's, whoa. It's it's DC, the DC mm. Universe Square or whatever. Um, this is specifically at Six Flags Magic Mountain, but it used to be all Gotham. And it had the Danny Elfman score all over the place. So it's especially hard now that we're in our third iteration of bat of the batman timeline quote unquote timeline but if it was gotham from batman returns with like penguin toys all over the place Mm. and a christopher walken walk around character (laughs) why the heck not i i think it would be it would be really cool but doesn't exist anymore Mm. and the last thing that i want to bring up is beauty and beast castle at Walt Disney World Fantasyland. Oh, because that would be incredible. One of the few, well, one of the few direct-to-DVD sequels that I think stands up because it got all of the voice talent back. 
if most if not all of the voice talent back including additions from tim curry and oh who was angelique um she voiced rita and she was the witch in in um into the woods oh uh bernadette peters i'm pretty sure it's bernadette peters yes yeah you you're right actually so the enchanted christmas is one of the few direct to dvd direct to video sequels that disney ever did that is absolutely phenomenal and just great on on all things so if you get a little bit of fife here a little bit of of the organ added into some of the area music where it's it's just that little thing or if you look up to the castle and you might see angelique poking her head out or you see i know it's it's a specific setup it is very specific. The one thing I'm going to say is I don't know how popular that direct to VHS sequel is. So that's why that's why subtle. You make it subtle to where if a fan not like put out everything out everywhere, mm-hmm. but if you're familiar with it and you recognize that there's a pipe organ and a fife and there's this little angel that's just putting Christmas decorations out. It'd be like, a cute little nod. Small. Like Limpet in, in Little Mermaid. You know, it's he, there he, and yeah. if you see it, you go, great. <laughs> if not, you're like, that's a fish. So it's, it's so, something yeah. small. So I'd love to just see snow on the castle in the yeah. background. Or just an all over fantasy land. It it's nice that it's on the castle itself, you know, the main castle, but it would be great to just see it go throughout all of the fantasy lands. Not just in Florida, but Disneyland, you know, all over. I think that would keep the magic going, as it were. Yeah. Imagine first the main castle getting lit up with the quote unquote snowfall, and then it just continues through the entire land that would be spectacular it'd be very cool so yeah those were a couple of small ones nothing too big to go into but i wish we could have seen a uh, batman returns gotham before the dc universe took over uh what's your first one well my first one is I, I don't think it's going to happen at all, but These it would fun. make me really, really happy. I have a mixture of things that I love about Christmas, and one of it is all the pretty lights and, you know, snuggling up with your loved ones and just, you know, feeling those warm feelings inside. And also the music, which can either be kitschy and silly or um, just really heartwarming. And the Muppets are one of the first groups that I think of in terms of the holidays and music and something really nice. And I think it would be really easy to do over the Muppets 3D show, change it up a little bit. First and foremost, I think they just need to do a new show in general. I really want them to revive it back in California Adventure. It doesn't look like it's going to come back because they have not done the original show in a long time. But I keep crossing my fingers. So say we all. It would be really cute to, one, just see the orchestra of the penguins with little Santa hats as they're playing. You know, they can be 
orchestrating all of the Muppets in different Christmas carols. Of course, we have a Muppet Christmas carol. We can bring some stuff back for that. Well, I think you you get a big finale of It Feels Like Christmas yeah. and, and put as much of the cast in it as possible. Yes, you don't including the, the live humans, too. You could even make... And you get celebrity appearances. Like mm-hmm. Mupp- Muppets Christmas specials are synonymous yes 100 percent. and i think that would be a huge draw Mm -hmm. i would get super excited to see that the muppets need more representation they need a little more love i feel like disney has been struggling a little bit with how to still maintain them and take care of them and i feel that this would be a true way to appreciate the property that they have i'm going to elaborate and make even less possible okay so take all of that and instead of doing it in the muppet theater Mm -hmm. doing it in the hyperion theater having live muppet performers and you utilize all of the other properties that you have and you have Doctor Strange singing something or you have a Pixar character singing something where it's all of these franchises on stage where it's just somebody from the parade or like an an actor and you Mm -hmm. get all of these franchises. You can figure out a way to get Genie back on that stage. That'd be awesome. But it's a a 44 minute Christmas special Mm -hmm. that happens five times a day. Live. That would be awesome. But that means you get frozen out of there. And that's never going to happen. Yeah. Well, I keep wondering about that because obviously now there is an actual Frozen Broadway show going on. Back in the day when Disney was first stepping into the Broadway sphere, Mm -hmm. the Beauty and the Beast show, it started at Disneyland. Yeah. And then somebody turned to another person higher up and said, hey, we should actually put this on stage. We actually had musical Broadway writers create this. And performers. We need to, yeah, and performers. And after they did that, they actually took the show away from Disneyland. Yeah. And that's why it wasn't there as long as people would have liked to have been. They don't do that so much now because they will change certain things. And obviously... The Frozen show that we have in California Adventure is not the same no. from what's on Broadway. But obviously, it's got a lot of the same music, it's... if not slight variations on it. But it was their first sort of test for the stage. Yeah, but and using all the technology like and all of the mapping, yeah. can you imagine the Muppet wall of... The begin uh, the opening of the Muppet Show, no. taking over that entire stage. That would be so. And cool. with the with the Muppets, you pre-record a lot of the. Sh- you you could pre-record a lot of the show yeah. with the actual actors, or you could get a lot of good uh, impressionists, because then you could do all of the live stuff. But if you keep it to Kermit introducing the act or being backstage, like it's an actual Muppet Show, so that mm-hmm. way. You only see Kermit at the end, so it's the singing voice. So you don't have to have a live actor there being Kermit or Scooter or anybody. 
I really want that. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, wouldn't have been, wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for you, sweetie. Hmm. So, th- oh yeah, I got, I got a. She glanced this way. Hmm. Would you? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Snowball fight. Let me do. Uh, let me do my <laughs> next one. I'm um, actually no. I'll put these two together too. Oh, okay. Because they're kind of the same thing. Super easy. Mm-hmm. Something that just opened up this summer at Universal, the DreamWorks Theater. Every screaming for something. Every single DreamWorks animated property has at least one Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> so you get it. Similarly, like right now, it's this big, huge themed show to Kung Fu Panda. Uh, and the Emperor's Journey or whatever it's called. So you just put snow over everything. You get all of the people that aren't the actual actors saying Christmas stuff. And you every half an hour, it's a different show. So you can go in. You can watch Shrek the Halls, which is the only name of a Christmas special that I know. <laughs> then you watch the a, a very Burke Christmas. Or mm. like you just... Hey, or hey, it's Tuesday. They're playing Shrek all day. Hey, it's Wednesday. They're playing Trolls all day. Hey, it's Thursday. They're playing uh, Madagascar all week. So you that gives annual pass holders something like ah, yeah, let's go do it. Yeah, and it's it seems so simple. You just redress a couple of things, and Universal's all about redressing a couple of things. Well, and they've already they've built that space specifically to be something that they can easily change the show around mm-hmm. pretty quickly. It's just the pre-show that changes. Yeah. And and even then you you can just keep it up as a museum to cool stuff. Yeah. That, like from the dream wor- the Dreamworks world. And so the thing I'm going to combine it with is um Despicable Me very easy very simple oh my gosh i love i love the idea of seeing minions and and christmas hats so there's that you we switch we switch it around to like gru's christmas caper or something where it's it's christmas and he it we switch it from being about the girl or, or rather the girls being in the forefront to it being about Gru getting a present for the girls and not knowing because he's like I've never I've never had to do this I don't know what this is oh, yeah. so so something along those lines and the minions are giving whatever sort of advice they can the bottle brush that is the replacement for the plushy unicorn yeah so so Gru figuring out Christmas but w- another rival in the supervillain community is like captures the girls or something like some you know something yeah, like that yeah. but we were there recently and the it's all decked out all of the houses have a different color scheme yeah, it looks really pretty it was really beautiful and very striking very yellow very yellow <laughs> so so yeah that i think especially with these motion simulator rides you just you, you gotta just reanimate some stuff well and that brings me to my other idea that made me just gasp and say how have they not done this i know you're not gonna say what i think you're gonna say soren needs a holiday overlay yeah like years ago so tell us about it tell okay us the ride. okay so originally originally in soren over california's iteration yes you know we we end up in disneyland during christmas time and it didn't matter when you went on the ride you still finished with it being the holidays but now it's soaring over the world and just titled soaring and 
all over the world. You see everything. You see the animals. You see different planes, etc. I would love to visit the world over the holidays and see how the entire world celebrates special winter holidays. Huh. Something that I really love about this season is you see an amalgamation of cultures and their different contributions to the fantastic melting pot that the world is. Mm -hmm. Different cuisines, different traditions that they have, different sort of lighting displays, everything. I just love to see flybys over cities with all of the lights the Eiffel Tower, for example, which is already in the current version of the ride. All of these things that they could very easily do that would just be incredible. Mm -hmm. And it would be just so easy to, to make. <laughs> I mean, why, why have they not done this? This is like billions of dollars just screaming, screaming at Disney take me and now that they've done the the 4k overhaul it seems easy to easier to get flybys of stuff but you yeah. also yeah the getting the multicultural stuff of it of not just getting christmas but of of all of the different holidays that that, yeah. that happen across the the late november to early january period mm -hmm. and and how different people say and then you could your fireworks at the end is new year's that's right. Exactly right. I do okay. I'm passable. All right. So, uh, the it would be I, called like soaring over the holidays. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Thank you. Uh, so the only the only thing <laughs> that I have isn't really necessarily any sort of an idea other than uh, not even it's not even a concept. I just want something SpongeBob, man. Like oh, yeah. we're living, we're we're living in a un unfortunately we're living in a post Steven Hillenburg world, mm. and it it helped bring SpongeBob back to the forefront. You want to talk about a household name? There are there aren't a lot of kid shows that you can name, and everybody knows what you're talking about. This is true. You know, there's you've got your Bugs Bunnies, you got your Mickey Mouse's. SpongeBob is right up there. Yeah. If like, and and what a wonderful. Uh, even just going into the SpongeBob store, Andrea can can vouch for this. Mm -hmm. Right outside of ET, we were waiting for our uh, for the line to either to, either the ride open up or fast passes or or something. Well, we were waiting for something. We were waiting for something. Oh yeah, I, oh, I think it had, yeah, yeah it closed, and we were just waiting for it to pick back up because that's the sweet spot, guys. Just keep an eye out on it. If the ride's been closed for a little little bit. Just hold on. Don't don't run away because Just if you're the on. first person to walk in line, oh, that was what ended up happening too. We were at the very front. We walked through the queue behind the, the cast, the cast member. members. And we gave to, our, our respects to Botanicus. Of course. Oh, Botanicus. I hail Botanicus. But uh, so yeah, even just being in that store and seeing... Uh, Squidward's house and like yeah. it's just very just tiny it was so much things. fun and so everyone cool. was so excited there was a huge line there was a line because there was a character meet and greet and you're yeah. like do you want to meet it might have been i think it was patrick you want to meet patrick it was like no i'll just see him through the window 
but well, and we saw Patrick the other day with a Santa hat yeah, over we, at Universal Studios, they had a and long I line. kind of, I kind of wanted to take a picture I, with him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, I never want to take pictures with characters. No offense to the characters, but I'm, I'm more focused on the rides. But come on, they're in a Santa hat. Yeah, SpongeBob and Patrick's uh, Santa or Christmas regalia was really fun, and it was a day or two after Stephen had passed. So I was just like, oh, I really, I, I really want to, I really yeah. want to. So before Christmas time is over, um, we can, uh, we, we'll do it. But I, I'm sure he gets it a lot. People ask, "Are you, are you Santa Claus?" And like, "No, this is Patrick." <laughs> um, fun, fun bit of uh, trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, if if anybody if you're not watching the new Ducktales you are missing out. Mm-hmm. But in the most recent epi- the most recent so episode good. the Christmas episode so good. The only thing that that I'll mention about it is the Ghost of Christmas Present is voiced by Bill Fagerback who is also the voice of Patrick Starr. And the second he opened his mouth oh, I went Patrick is that Bill that is that Bill? Uh, but fa- fantastic some great character work in that episode great voices all of that but and yeah watch it all the way to yeah the all the end. way till the end especially if you're a fan of mickey's christmas carol but i i i it's so bizarre to me that spongebob ha- doesn't have a major presence other than face characters that store and there used to be the nickelodeon splash zone but it's true but that was it well I, I don't know if you remember this, Mark, I do. but okay. I know exactly what you're going to say, <laughs> but go ahead. Years and years and years and years ago, we were at a zoo, I San believe. San Diego Zoo. We were at the San Diego Zoo, and we went on one of those miniature, almost portable, I would say, temporary motion simulator attractions, and it featured SpongeBob. I don't remember a whole lot. I just remember bouncing uh, in Bikini Bottom. And uh, Rock Bottom. I'm watching it right now. I just found found the video. (laughs) But SpongeBob makes a bubble bicycle and he falls off the cliff and drops all the way down to Rock Bottom. I'm pretty sure this is it because the animation looks very similar. Mm. Plankton tries to steal the Krabby Patty. He has Robo Patrick. Um but yeah, that's the closest thing to... Well, I mean, it was a ride, but... It was a ride, but it wasn't a permanent no. fixture. It was a travel... It was rough. Like, it was, it, was, oh, it was pretty rough. Yeah, no, I remember getting off of it and going, oh, why did we do this? I mean, we were really excited, and obviously being theme park nerds, we were like, it's a ride, we gotta do it. It's I a mean, ride it's right at a there. zoo. Yeah. But... <laughs> and of course, my mom is there like, What why are you are doing? You- you really want to do this? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's SpongeBob. <laughs> so Christmas, the one of the other great Christmas specials is the, the SpongeBob Christmas episode where he first learns about Santa and snow and, and all of that stuff. And it's really nice and heartwarming and they bring all of Bikini Bottom together and I'm starting to cry. But it's uh, at the very least, if Grinchmas wasn't, the king because that makes sense yeah it's it makes it's, a it's whole obvious. lot of sense if it wasn't grinchmas like a bikini bottom christmas would be the next thing almost i think no because then hogwarts takes over too because i was going to say if there's any sort of a place of in islands of adventure where you could put bikini but oh my god 
Andrea, the only thing that can replace Poseidon is Bikini Bottom. That is, if, 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 because we did, if, if something can replace E.T., it would, it would be Beetlejuice. But if, could, you don't, you don't want to replace Poseidon. Well, no, It has four and a half stars on the Universal website. I love Poseidon. It just needs a little bit of updating. That's (laughs) all. It needs a lot of updating. Okay, yes. But. I'm sorry, the, four the, stars, not four and a half oh, stars. Oh. I don't want to sell it. Mm. I don't want to oversell it. It is so unique to anything else that I've seen in the theme park industry. Mm. And as long as you maintain the original idea. Okay, I got it. Uh-oh, I got it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm scared now. You change it from Poseidon's Fury to Neptune's Fury, which is the Romanized version of Poseidon, but <laughs> Neptune in SpongeBob is the king of the sea, and it becomes a SpongeBob walkthrough. <laughs> what I would actually prefer. Oh, dear. That's so stupid. I don't want it to go there. I want them to leave Lost Continent. Lost the, the way that it is the same feel and my fear is that if they put an IP in there that it's just going to wreck that entire feel. Hmm. But as we were saying before while we were waiting for E.T., that's where the SpongeBob stuff was. I feel like that little corner off to the side with the kids play area and there was a Barney show in the corner. There was a Barney show. There was also the um, Fievel play place. Right. I don't foresee another Fievel movie coming out because a lot of time has passed. So that might be the prime area to kind of redo the play area for the kids. But it would also be something fun for the adults to check out. It'll still be next to E.T., which is a very family-friendly attraction. And then you could do a whole ride for SpongeBob in that area too. You know who co-produced an American Tale? Steven Spielberg. Amblin Entertainment. Yeah. So Amblin next to an Amblin property, also Barney's there. But I, unless Steven, so let me no, put that's it, true. Let me put it like this: If ET goes, Fievel's going. ET isn't going as long as Steven Spielberg is alive. I know, but if slash when that happens. Whether it's before or after his mysterious untimely death. Uh, How dare you? Yeah, we're knocking on wood. Um, if it, but that's the thing is if E.T. goes, that whole area is going to go down and something yeah. else is going to go in its place. Well, it's easy enough for them to close it off from the rest of the park because it is its own corner. <laughs> yeah, it's, off, it's in the back. We had trouble finding it the first, the first day so we were there. I was so upset. I know And that was the first place we were going. <laughs> and I was like, where is it? I just want to see E.T. We showed up and we were lost. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we... So... I'd like to see E.T. with Santa hats as well. <laughs> can can we just put just so, give all of the rides with audio animatronic characters all of them have santa hats if you do that no no, no. i, I will it. be i want to see t-rex with a santa hat i want i want to see blue with a santa hat i want to see botanicus with mm-hmm. a forest 
Oh. Nymph Santa, where it's green and he's got the candles. And then E.T. has to save the holidays at the green planet. And there are like all of these mysterious fairies and stuff. <gasps> this would be amazing. I was just going for Botanicus's costume, but. No, 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 no. This all is right. a whole new thing now, Mark. Okay, so let's follow this train of thought, okay. but I have a follow up. Okay. Okay, so it's Christmas on the green planet. Yeah. So E.T. tries to bring Christmas to the Green Planet or saves what their version of Christmas on the Green Planet? Well, he's still saving the Green Planet because they still need things to grow. And what's going to grow is Christmas stuff. Okay. Yeah. And it's all green. Let's go. <laughs> this was your idea, so uh, yeah, I don't know where no, we're going no, no, with no. it. Okay. How do I... So, like, E.T. Will, will use his magic touch, and then, like, Christmas trees will come up, and and all of these, like, green woodland fairy things will come out, mm-hmm. and Botanicus will be like, hey, this is what we've been asking for. Why do you keep going away and letting everyone else die? Seriously. Wow. Why does he keep doing that? It's, it's like going home for your family like why do you keep leaving (laughs) and leaving us here to die and that's exactly what the holidays are about what have you (laughs) done um (laughs) anyhow i just want to see tea with a santa hat that's really what it boils down to but i probably have that merch you could probably just get that no but i want to see it on the ride i want to see it in action yeah all right so here's where here's where i go with this flip it what doesn't deserve what i want christmas overlays on rides that don't deserve it or will or will definitely never get it mm-hmm. so to to start the show rolling first <laughs> thing not not the tiki room um which people always want a mele kalikimaka overlay sure. which 100% is a valid valid argument mm-hmm. but it's it's the same argument with some people are coming to see the original. If this is the original. Which is the problem with all of this. Yeah. I would say. Uh, so we have a life day adventure on Star Tours. Never oh, gonna happen. Never oh, gonna happen. Oh my God. Never gonna happen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, never gonna see Christmas in Marvel Landing or uh, Cartoon Lagoon. Well, you know what? They if can't it... change it. They can't change any of the Marvel stuff. That's already at Islands of Adventure. Oh, well, what I was saying was at least for the future Marvel stuff that's coming. I can imagine Tony Stark's house being just decked out to the nines. (laughs) Instead of meeting Santa, you meet Tony Stark. amazing i really like this idea um also uh what doesn't what what doesn't deserve one oh oh, i just had it i just flipped and had it transformers yeah that would be weird would be weird um megatron is is like it's oh no i'm going to ruin christmas it's more starscream but i I love the energy uh if it was a transformers christmas carol and the ride was like 20 minutes, but it was robots of Christmas past oh, God. trying to 
murder help, you. No, no, help Megatron. Oh. Like, see the error of his ways oh. and not try to get the all spark. <laughs> and by the end of it, he's like, oh, I hate the holidays or something like that. Um, it's, you know, again, we're talking about stuff that never going to happen. <laughs> what what other what other stuff doesn't doesn't deserve a holiday overlay? But you know they they they've thought about it. They've probably thought about half of this stuff. Oh sure. <laughs> Backdraft. Um, huh. Now, oh, oh, that would be really sad. It's a, a fire that, that would a just... fire that starts from a Christmas oh, tree. Oh no! Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> and then, and then at the end, there's like a PSA. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. Actually, yeah, that. You know that might actually be helpful. Thank you. Mm, you're welcome. But my I'm just traumatized. What? What else is? What actually? Jimmy Neutron. Well, that's another thing anymore. I know, but was, that's why it especially doesn't deserve it. Was that good? Well, I don't remember I don't the know. Jimmy Neutron Christmas special. I don't think it was that. Good. I never saw it. No. Did you ever watch the show? Only when I was trying to flip channels and mm-hmm. find something There's some, there was some good stuff there, well sure but it was it's but it just definitely it was past my time to be interested in it I'll it say. also hasn't aged well like in terms of visual the 3d was not i was never really had i never really enjoyed the animation style you know what showed it's what showed its sort of shortcomings hmm. when they did the fairly odd parents crossover and Timmy went into Jimmy Neutron and was animated like a Jimmy Neutron character, and mm. it looked rough. And then Jimmy went into Fairly Odd Parents and looked great because it was a great animation style. Yeah. But let, let we want to know what your must-have Christmas overlays, and oh god, no! The absolute worst thing that you could come up with. I'm still trying to come up with something really bad, and I'm I'm struggling because we're trying to come up with some terrible lots, ideas. I mean, maybe. Well, you want to? I know you want to see T Rex in a in a Santa hat. Yeah. But what would that be? Like, what would the the ride be? Okay, actually. Uh, I I wish that Jaws over in oh Florida God. was still a thing. Wow me, please. All I I just have this horrible visual of like Santa's outfit just ripped to shreds in Jaws. I was teeth. on vacation and now I'm dead. Oh. Why it did just, I go to Amity? Absolute Oh no! Oh no! The tram tour over for War of the Worlds. Santa's sleigh crashed down Bl- into red sleigh down into the town, and just that's what caused all of the damage. And just hmm. that, and, uh, and with the- like all of these like half open presents, I to have make it the worse, worst to make it worse. Oh no! The Grinch brought it down. He brought oh. it down from their little Whoville that they that they built up the road. Oh no! Yeah. Or they? Oh god! He stole well, the woman. Grinch woman's... doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's just mad. Well, what if somebody? What if he took the light, the Christmas light gun that the the Whovian, the mayor's wife had, and just pointed it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> this has taken a really dark turn. I apologize, listeners. I didn't. 
I didn't mean for it to get so dark. Yeah, we do. I mean, you took it there. I, I again, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, we want to hear your terrible ideas. <laughs> try to out, uh, try to out terrible Andrea. See Please. what see what you can do. And if, oh, man, <laughs> tweet want, at us. I really want to see it. <laughs> I want to see Santa Botanicus. Santa Botanicus. That could be great. Yeah. But like woodland Santa Botan, like. Fa- fairy king kind of want to draft this up right now commission somebody oh i could do it yeah yeah when was, when was the last time you did some art uh, i mean it's been a while okay. but i, I, I could do it um die hard the ride because <laughs> it's a christmas movie oh god every time everyone goes die hard it takes place during christmas but you yeah, I mean it's Whatever. also like a building exploding so it's not the best idea. If if Disney wanted to go in a completely different direction and end feeling I'm, with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, I'm the terrified. whole point the whole point of the story is Jack realizing that he really shouldn't have been messing with all of this mm. and you know, he's the pumpkin king, he's not Santa Claus and just having wrecked everything nearly having died again i guess that's still kind of a question mark in terms of the the story but just being in the ruins in that graveyard after he's been taken out riding on the sleigh with all of the messed up toys just singing what have i done can can you imagine that would be so sad here's how you do that so instead of the present room in the attic you have it be a tv or a radio playing the broadcast from the movie where it's like we have shot down the imposter santa claus but there's no real thing in sight christmas will have to be canceled as you head out of the attic you hear silence. It's not singing. It's not jovial. All of the stuff is like kind of blacked out. But in in the place of the happy, what is your name? Like standing Santa Claus, you see Jack on the open book gravestone yeah. starting what have I done? And the graveyard is more of a scene of I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I'm like starting to cry. I'm just like... Oh, it's um, one of the most moving pieces in the movie. Something that I always think about instantly when I think of that film is that moment where you see him lying no. in the angel's arms and Zero bringing his, his fetching his, his jaw. jaw. <laughs> what a what a wonderful image! Is it? Yeah, it's. I think it's still good to to watch that movie. Uh, Another holiday time. tradition of ours. Yeah. Man, what a what a good movie. Mm. And what a terrible way to end this podcast because <laughs> we're just Oh, you know, death. What have we done? What have we done? How, I'm just wondering how long you're gonna take this. I, I'm but... not gonna go on anymore. <laughs> Anyhow, again, I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, please please out horrible me. This is this is I dare you. the party of two pod at Christmas time <laughs> saying reach into the darkest depths of your soul and pull out just the mo- the most bile and awful thing that you could black bile not red bile thing that you could, there's or a green bile. No 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 there's a difference. Um in mm-hmm. 
<laughs> in what terrible Christmas overlays you would want to see. Oh God, like uh, like a Joya Noel. Um, there, there's a Christmas movie that came out a couple years ago that was about the Christmas ceasefire during World War One, and everybody coming across the battle lines and having a really like nice Christmas and then not wanting it to end because the second Christmas was over, they had to go back to killing each other the next day. It's an amazing movie. And what you could do with that in a theme park, I have no idea, but let's just go away feeling, uh, feeling terrible. What happened today? I don't know. I'm sorry. I was like, "Ah, Star Wars life day. That's fun. I was just, I was just thinking like Santa hats here, Santa hats there, Santa's hat in Jaws mouth. Oh dear God, what happened? Santa's hat here, there, everywhere. There's pieces all over the oh, gap. No, don't say that. You started with no, Jaws. I was just saying his hat. No guts, no body no, parts. No, no, I said I said his hat. His hat all here, there, and everywhere. Okay. You took it to guts. No, hey, stop, stop do, it. Do 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 you have it, guts? changing the subject ending the show what's that oh we got to get going on this ride but before we do and before we damn ourselves further to to the depths of hades you can follow me whether you love me or hate me on instagram and twitter at dole whip drea i promise you that my pictures and my tweets are less horrible (laughs) than what comes out of my mouth why uh let us know what if if you like this episode (laughs) and if there's any ideas that you have for christmas overlays uh or anything tweet us at party of two pod tweet me specifically at mark b donica instagram twitter we're working on a couple of cool things around the holidays but it's all christmas related and how are we going to stay sustainable uh, next year? Who knows? We're just going to throw it all out there for this year. Yeah, right? Anyway, we're having a ball uh, on on the show, and we really appreciate everybody who's come along for the ride. Um, we got an, uh, our first iTunes review. We read that on our last episode. So please help us out. Leave us a, a message on iTunes. Rate us five stars. Okay, we're coming. Leave us five stars and a review. Uh, it, it helps us be found in the big, big world of podcasting and Parks Podcasting. There are a couple that we listen to, and we would love to take part in conversations with various people. Yeah, feel free to reach out if you're listening and maybe you've got your own Parks Podcast. We yeah. always uh, enjoy synergy. Yeah, we would love to work with you in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us on this very <laughs> bizarre episode <laughs> Of, and We're coming off of Halloween. Um, that's just what it is. That's probably what it is. We're not shooting this that early. But thank you for... <laughs> so, so thank you for joining us on this very bizarre episode of the Party of Two podcast. We'll see you on the next dark, evil, brooding, terrifying, soul-shattering ride. <laughs>